When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia before what they're saying could be the biggest snowstorm since 1991. We shall see. But you know what? Let's forget about that and have some fun. 91 is in the Halloween. That's yes. the Halloween. Yeah, this yeah. could be the biggest snowstorm since 91. But let's not even worry about that because we're going to have well. some fun. Uh, my dental, they, I got a text a, this morning, we're canceling all of our Thursday appointments because maybe people are worried that happening. people, it's yeah. happening. Oh, it's yeah. happening. It's and snowing people, right now. Yeah, and people are, I, I have a friend who called me this morning who's canceled their trip to go to Arizona because their flight wasn't till t- Thursday. You know, and people just don't want to be stranded. Mm-hmm. I have two friends who canceled trips this weekend. That's a real bummer. I yeah. know it. Tonight's not the big night. Tonight is 2 to 6. Tomorrow morning a little bit. But the biggest worry is basically Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday night. And then that Wednesday night into Thursday early afternoon is when we could see that, like, large 18 to 20-inch sum. So tonight's <laughs> 22 to 6 inches. But, you know, Wednesday afternoon to Thursday afternoon, you could see 18 to 20 this is why, Julia, my living very close to work, I will never have a snow day here because I can toboggan <laughs> safely without getting on a freeway. Casey's got the big snowblower to mm-hmm. get me out of the garage. Yeah. Many I've, never, other... I've never missed a day, though, because of weather. You missed one day this year. You did, couldn't get out of your house. Oh, I couldn't. Could oh, I? yeah. Didn't I do but it in the big In the big snowstorm right. in January. You're right. I did miss a day. You were trapped <gasps> in your house. Lucky you. Yeah. I'm getting <laughs> That is the thing with being a condo person. You're right. You don't have a snowblower, and it's a fourplex, so we share driveways. And where the way the wind blows, I am all exposed. Yeah. So I just get these huge drifts that there's no way. I'll safely toboggan in. <laughs> As will I. As will I Grant. I yeah. hate the fact that, because I'm always calm. Except yeah, yeah, for, yeah. yeah. But right. hey, we're going to be safe rather than sorry. So basically, right? yeah. I've made my spa dates. The spa yeah, are they- still... <laughs> No spas will be open I on Thursday if it. all this snow comes. I and know. I talked to my dad this morning, and like Duluth is going to get like six inches. Nothing. Yeah. I know the cabin yeah, they're missing we're it. going up this weekend. Yeah. And I was all worried about getting us plowed out before us girls went up. And it's like, uh, the nothing. eye of it is pretty much Minneapolis, St. Paul, the West suburbs, and just east of the cities. Yeah. It's just like the eye of the deepest part of the snow from what I've been seeing and talking with Ren Claire. Yeah. is right on us. <laughs> All right, well, exciting for the weather people. <laughs> it's exciting for a lot of people. It's not exciting. Most people are very bummed. We're I'm going to give it. you the temperature <laughs> test, and most people are just like, oh, no. Probably uh, the ski places. The ski places not are happy. Hill, not yeah. Island Hills, yeah. Okay, so we've got a couple of little music uh, stories to start the show out with, and um, 
You know, American Idol came back on Sunday night. Yes, it did. They're calling it the sixth season because they're starting over from when they moved to Fox. Really, it's season yes. like 22. 21, I believe. 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they call it season six because it's it's, it's the new location. Yes, yeah. yes. So um, on Sunday night, and this has kind of been making the rounds, but it's been 19 years since James Blunt hit it big with his song, You're Beautiful. 2004. Yes. He's struggled since then to have a hit record. You're Beautiful has been the one. Yes, yes. Well, Blunt gets the last laugh because on Sunday night on American Idol, this contestant, this guy from Hawaii, Hawaii, Ian Tongi, I don't know if I'm saying that right, he played an unknown Blunt song called Monsters on the show. The performance was so moving, all of the judges started crying and now Blunt's Monsters is number two on iTunes. Yeah, It only took a totally a unknown 18-year-old and a fluke. Um, but Tongi, he um it was very moving. He his father always wanted him to be on American Idol. His dad taught him how to play the guitar. His dad died a few months ago. He was struggling to even tell the story. They all had to take him, have him take a deep breath before he even performed the song because he was getting so emotional yeah, telling so his story. Yeah, so if we can dad. play a little of uh, of um, Ian playing his cover of Monsters on Idol. And he's the one who lived with... Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, but Blunt, I think, wrote it about yeah. his father who was dying. Mm-hmm. Beautiful song. Oh. Oh my oh gosh, God, you're we, crying. I just started but, thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, once again, two days in a row. You got made me twice. Cry. Yeah, you got me twice. But beautiful version of that. And now James Blunt has his first hit in 13 years, thanks to Ian. And, I'm so glad. Yeah, and I hope Ian moves along. That's um, a beautiful voice. Uh, isn't it beautiful? And that's a beautiful song that we didn't know about. Okay, yeah. so the study, there's a new study that came out today. In five seconds, you know if you like a song yeah. or not. We found that, well, we That's find true. that out all the time. All the time. Yeah. So oh. anyway, and then Harry started his second <laughs> leg of his Around the World tour, and he was in Perth, Australia last night, and he did something that I too did in Australia, the one and only time, and I happened to be in Perth. Uh, <laughs> I was on an America's Cup tour. It was a very fancy... I'm telling you, okay, Grant, I went if you even okay. know the life story. <laughs> the trips I got. You, I'm telling you, you need to write a book. No, you have no idea oh. how wonderful some of our jobs have been, including this one. And this one, on. I, wa- I was a reservations agent for Cartan, tour, Cartan Tours, and I sold the most packages to travel agents going to America's Cup in Perth. It was a Perth and Sydney packages yes. that we were selling and so because i was the top salesperson out of 15 reservations agents um i got to go on this trip with all the suits from carlson companies and we flew first class oh. on Qantas. honest to God. stayed at the regent in sydney wow for five days and then went to perth for like three days and um is it something you order at a bar? Everyone needs to do a no, shoe No, we were with, we were like in a cave restaurant, I think, and this guy got a, a big sword out and he chopped. This was the first time I've seen somebody cut off the neck of a champagne bottle with a clean swipe of a... That's cool. Wow. Yeah. And a sword? Yes. That's and then cool. he brought he the champagne the around yeah. and, and uh, we exchanged 
shoes and uh, high heels and d- drank a shoey, had a glass of champagne. <laughs> I drank out of my own shoe. Yes, as well, I would too. Yeah. I could never do another person's shoe. So Harry gets, and I guess this shoey thing was started by some Formula One race car driver, but I think the Aussies have been doing shoeys for longer than this guy. But he drank, he drank, he took off his Adidas and Gucci tennis shoe, mm-hmm. put... Um, the drink in it, uh-huh. and then drank out of it, and he mm-hmm. said, uh, uh, my therapist and I are going to have a chat about this. So <laughs> he posted the photo of Harry drinking a shoey out of his Adidas Gucci tennis shoe, Seven. which, by the way, is only $750 for that combo. Love that, con- love that little side note. I did a shoey once, but that's for another day. Another day, yeah. <laughs> people have done them at weddings. I've I seen did it people... at a wedding in yeah. Crixton, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe out of the bride's shoe. I was the shoe. guest book girl. Oh, my gosh. My dear friend Janet. Yeah. Oh God. They, Mine was a drunken shoey. It was. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Sure. Usually well, there. You don't drink out of a shoe, I don't think, unless you are forced to. Or, or you want to, buzzed. and you're hairy. <laughs> right. All right, listen, um, when we come back, we have a very special guest in studio. We couldn't be more delighted. We saw the show on um, Friday night. Michael Brindisi is joining us from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater, and we're going to talk to him about the prom. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for El Barrito Mercado. We love going and shopping at El Barrito Mercado, the deli and the bakery grab-and-go snacks, guacamole, over a dozen salsas, ceviche, jalapeno poppers, chili rellenos, flan, tres leches, um, so many good bakery things. They also have the deli heat-and-eat meals, so you can get tamales and rice, individual meals all made from scratch, so if you uh, want to just have a simple meal. Also, catering is easy. You book the food truck now for spring and summer, though, because um, those get booked up fast. Or if you're looking to have El Burrito Mercado cater like a graduation party. And then um, their butcher shop, the Carneseria, is the butcher shop where you can get all the seasoned meats and ready to cook. We love El Burrito Mercado. You will, too. Are just joining us. That is a future star, but she's the star, one of the stars of the prom. And we have Michael Brandizi with us. Brandizi with mm-hmm. us, who's the artistic director of the Chanhassen Dinner Theater in his thirty fifth year. Yeah. And Michael, have you you've been in studio with us yes. before? Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, you yeah. have. I love coming over here. I'm so grateful that you came in on a snow day and everything. And you know, this is. We've been talking a lot about the prom. It is, I don't think I've seen anything this good in such a long time. So congrats to you. Oh, thank you. That's so nice to hear. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you came to doing the prom at the Chanhassen. Well, I was just thrilled to have you there on opening. Oh, both, it was both so of you. fun. I didn't get to see Lori, but I got to see you and Julianne. Um, I, it's been a while since you've been out there and I just was like, oh my God, this is really special. You guys are here. He told me a sweet story, Laurie. Yeah. About your dad. Yeah. Oh, your cute dad. Mm -hmm. I would just tell my, my dad was 93 when he died, but in his early, in his nineties and late eighties, 
he met you guys. Yes. Oh, and he did. He fell in love with you. Yeah. I mean, he was Ask a he was a little flirt with <laughs> yeah. you, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lori. I do love I an know. older man. I yeah. Know. <laughs> he was. Uh, he. I would say that. You remember those ladies that have the radio show? They're going to broadcast live, and he said, "I'm coming." <laughs> And he did. I, he totally did. No, Tony. He was my he was my pride and joy. He's a great guy. My my dad, you know, really had a hard time when I started in this business, you know, fifty years ago, because he wanted me to, you know, be He's, happy and yeah. have stuff. And and they, and my dad had a barber shop, and uh, and he tried to talk me out of it. And I and I kept going, going. into the acting. Yeah, going room? into theater okay. and mm-hmm. and. Uh, the the greatest thing that happened is he he came out to Chanhas and he saw me and um, well all kinds of shows but I remember Robert Bridegroom and he looked at me and he said you know what it's a, it's really an honest living and he took my eight by ten glossy oh. and went home and put it up in the barber shop and said that's my son the actor oh so, I mean it really took him a while oh, but he yeah. came around and and they both loved it you know. When I got the job at Chanis in 87, everything changed because, you know, they thought I was successful. Because mm-hmm. Chanis is a big deal. Yeah, it is. And I, re- I remember when I first got hired, um, you know, Anita Ruth, a pianist there, said, this is a big deal for you. And I was like, I didn't know what she was talking about. But th- then I realized, yeah, I mean, this was the start of a, a, a new career for me at Chanis. And so I owe a lot to the to the Bloomberg family and... Uh, the, the the great house home that has been for me for 36 years as director, but then I had a 15-year acting career before. I started there in 1968. Stop. I mean, 19, no, I'm sorry. The 19, year we were born. 1971. It <laughs> yeah. opened that in, other year we were born. It opened in 68. In 71, I was in the matchmaker there, and that's how I got my union card and my start in show business. Isn't that crazy how long? So this has been the place you have worked pretty much your whole life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's a great employer in the sky for me. It's There's something <laughs> special, you know. Talk about this regional theater, dinner theater. I mean, there aren't many of these left, are there? No, you know, when I started uh, in, uh, in 87, uh, I got to be a member of the National Dinner Theater Association, and uh, there were 62 members. And now we have, I think, maybe 21 members. And uh, I, we just hosted the conference, the yearly conference at Chan Aston Dinner Theaters, and I was uh, asked to be the president of the NDTA. Oh, so nice. I, am, I am officially the president of National Dinner Theater Association as of this year. Um, so I'm pretty proud of that, too. It's a great organization. There's not many of us left. The ones that are left are really good, though. Yeah, that, that's why they've survived because you know they the product is high quality and they did it's live music. It's not taped. You know, it's mm-hmm. all those little things that cost money that made us survive. Right. I, well, how do you you know like one of the things as artistic director, you decide what are the shows you're going to stage. So this is a critical piece of your job because yeah. the box office is what you know allows you to keep going. So <laughs> when you saw the prom. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, on Broadway, which I did it open in like 2019, yeah. like mm-hmm. the spring of 20. And when, when's the Tony? Is, is that when you were like, okay, I want this show? Yeah, uh, no, it was before I, I, I saw it really early, just right after it, before it even won the Tony. Um, just happened to be in New York with my family, Michelle and uh, my wife. And, um, hi, Michelle. And, and hi, Michelle. <laughs> she says hi to you guys too. Um, uh, Kat and uh, my daughter, Kat, who's an actress and lives in New York and a uh, beautiful uh, young lady. And uh, her husband, uh, David Darrow, who is um, who is also an actor, writer, director, um, uh, terrific uh, theater family. So the four of us were in New York, and we said, this sounds fun. Let's go see it. Really not knowing the story, not mm-hmm. knowing what it's about. Right. Just went in, and, and then we got in, you know, we're on Broadway afterwards, like, talking about it, standing in the street, and said, the first thing I said, I remember this clearly. I said, I can't believe I actually just saw a musical comedy mm-hmm. the way the way I remember them. Right. You know, uh, shows that uh, were original scores. You know, not two bucks musical, original score, new music, uh, really funny. That's why they call them musical comedies, and um, and also uh, a, a book driven, have a have a great story. I mean, I saw, you know, I saw Funny Girl when Barbara Streisand was in it. I saw oh. Fade Out, Fade In with Carol Burnett. I saw uh, Bonjour with Herschel Bernardi. Uh, I saw um, uh, Steve Lawrence and, the, and What Makes Sammy Run, Sammy Davis in uh, Golden Boy. I mean, that was, I saw all those shows when the gold, because I lived in Philadelphia, and it cost seven bucks to take the train, the Amtrak, up to New York. And I could go up in New York and see two shows and be back by midnight. It'd be back to home. And, and uh, so I saw all those shows. This is a show like one of those shows, mm-hmm. this prom. I couldn't believe it. I said, oh, my God, I just saw a real musical comedy. And then, of course, the story is uh, is meaningful and fantastic mm-hmm. and, and has, has a lot to say, even though it's incredibly funny. It was hysterical. And, you know, you have a cast that's so stellar. And our dear friend, you know, Todd Peterson. Oh, yeah. He has uh, he plays one of the leads, Barry Glickman. The way he lights up a stage and commands presence, and his hair is so great in this. He <laughs> is so phenomenal. I know he was on with Jason Les- Alexis yesterday morning, and we, you know, played t- Todd Peterson at Christmas Carol, Christmas Carol Peterson. He's just such a a gem. You have to stay with us, yeah, because yeah. we want to talk more. Monty Hayes, oh, it's unbelievable, wonderful. Okay, and Jody was so good. Yeah. I mean, we got to talk more about the prom and more about just what makes a hit a hit. Uh, we're with Michael Brandizi from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Stay with us. Hey, everybody! It's Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor, where we love going to get style inspiration and also buying things for our home because Furniture Manor has literally. Uh, great things for every room in the house and every budget. So good, better, and best pricing if you're on a budget, if you've got lots to spend and you want to do customization. But they can help everybody, and they just have a lot of 
uh, interesting ways that they're always restyling their showroom to give you ideas. So looking at beautiful bedroom sets or entertainment rooms or dining room tables or kitchen tables. Sometimes people just want to switch out their chairs and keep their table and want to get some something new. Great bar stools, the um, amazing recliners that they have now and all the gorgeous leather colors that you can choose from and you can plug all your devices in. Furniture Manor, they're two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo, locally owned. We are really um, delighted that we have Michael Brandisi in from um, Chanhassen, the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. And, you know, a lot of things have changed over the years at the Chanhassen. Now I think you're part owner, aren't you, Michael? Yes, right. You're, part of the ownership group. You're part group. of the ownership group. And and we were kind of, Lori and I were talking, because you have prom, um, the play Prom is showing, and it's a musical comedy with a heart. And I think it pokes at the left and it pokes at the right. Yeah. And everyone, and we had permagrin and <laughs> mm-hmm. seriously, and for me, I can't, I have a tolerance of how long my attention span lasts at anything and like, like to leave at halftime at so many things. And this show just captivates you from the beginning all the way through the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so delightful. We really hope people, um, it's a short one. It's only four months that the promise is going to yeah. be at Chan. So make sure you get your tickets by visiting com. And one of the things that I think is so cool in its regional dinner theater is that when you get there, you have time to relax, to settle in, to enjoy a cocktail or or wonderful Appetizer, food or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And parking, kind of, parking's easy. Parking's and easy free. and free and you're not stressed. And then suddenly you're ready, open to receive. I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, sometimes you're so stressed by you get it. Yeah. I have to find a pop that you, you know? Well, I always tell um, employees uh, when I, you know, 60% of our employees are non-theater. They're, the, you know, the, the wait staff mm-hmm. and the service staff and, and uh, the box office and the greeters and the hostesses and, 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 you know, I always tell them, you know, show, show starts at six o'clock. Showtime is yep. at six when the doors open. And, you know, I, I have a lot of um, belief in the first impression kind of thing. And I made them put twinkle lights in the, in the, in the, in the trees in the front. Cause when you drive in to the parking lot, it's like a little, it's like a little magical. It's mm-hmm. like this little twinkling, especially in the winter when you get this like little light snow and, it's just like there's a little bit of like ooh something special's going on. And then I put the greeter in the lobby, uh, uh, the female and and male all dressed up and looking like oh this is a special evening. Where you know where are the bathrooms? Where do you pick up your tickets? And somebody greets you right away. That's part of the show. Then you know the the box office people and they do their show, and then the hostesses seat you, and then the waiters bring you drinks and. And I, I always tell the staff, if you if you don't give them a good show, and then that show starts, they're not going to be having a good time. Right. So you, the show has to start with you. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Great way of running yeah. things. And I just thought the dancing and the music was so yeah. much fun. Yeah, the problem, is, the problem is a great show. How many it, people are in it? Well, 33. 33, <laughs> it's wow. It's probably a little bigger than I yeah. should have. But I was like, I wanted to be, I wanted to be the best production of the prom ever that's what i told the cast of first day of rehearsal i said i really want this to be the best production ever not like ever like no one's going to make one better than this one ever and and that was my high expectation so i went a little overboard with everything and uh i just um, you know think it's very special that we're doing it it's important 
it's an important story about acceptance and love and, you know, being comfortable and, and with who you are. And, and I, I've kind of attached to this theme of fate and how there's a lot of things in life that, that, um, just happen the dots that get connected and you don't really know how it's kind of a spiritual thing mm -hmm. that like you know somebody up there is making this work for me and helping me get through this and uh i i tried to bring some of that to the concept for the show and the set design so that the two girls uh, when they're, they're when they're singing you know emma and Alyssa. Uh, I want to dance with you. They're alone and, and the stars are the only thing around them. And then, and there's this planet. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful. Yeah, so, Michael, yeah. it's so beautiful. Do you lose sleep at night um, before opening night? I mean, <laughs> I, I can't imagine having all the weight on you. You know what I mean? You I talk really, about it's everyone is involved, but do you, as I, the, I don't really lose. Sleep. No, I actually sleep pretty well. Okay. But, but here's the thing. I, that does kind of make me crazy. I never stop working. Right. I, I never, I never let it go. And and I get people go home at night and they like forget the thing. And people say, when do when do you start working on the Jersey Boys? I said, I'm I'm working on everything all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. And it makes you crazy. It makes you want to cut your ear off. Like, mm -hmm. and I, you know, like, I believe it. Don't do it. <laughs> we know what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. You need to hear yeah. the sound and the music. But Jersey Boys is coming up next. Yeah, Jersey Boys. Which is uh, a phenomenal show as well. Well, and that really, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun for me because I grew up in Philadelphia and uh, in the inner city, West Philadelphia, in a neighborhood like that where uh, I, I remember Friday evenings during the summer hearing a cappella groups singing on the corner of Atwood Road where I grew up. And we'd go, oh, that's Tony Paselli and his group, and they're 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 singing a cappella, and 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 we everybody come out on the front porches of the row houses, and they listen to the a cappella singers, and Jersey Boys is Jersey Boys is that story, yeah. of getting from the streets to um, success. I mean, it's not really rags to riches; it's more the streets to riches, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and a great story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons and how they. They they say right in the beginning, you know, there's only a couple of ways to get out of this neighborhood, and one of them is to become a star. And and uh, that was when Lori and I we this is one of our favorite shows. Yeah, I oh, feel yeah. like the prom though gave me the same feeling that I felt when we Agreed. saw uh, Jersey Boys. I was like, wow, this is an instant classic that when people see it, they're going to fall in love with the show. The music, the story. Well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, Lori, because the both of those shows have terrific books, mm -hmm. and that you know that Jersey Boys is kind of a jukebox musical. It's got, it's got a great book, an original story line, and tells that whole story. The Prom is the same thing. The Prom is the story of these two girls who just want to go to the prom together, and. Uh, you know, they're high school lesbians. They really just want to be be themselves. And the small town, you know, won't let them. Be, and they, they won't. They don't want to fight it. And so they just decide to cancel the prom. And then these five wacky New York actors or theater people come out to, to get some publicity for themselves as their un, un, pure motive. But they, they, they get there and they end up falling in love with the town. The town falls in love with them. Red meets blue. And everybody's and and the prom goes on. And everybody's you know you know the way it's going to end. Right. Everybody's happy, and it's a dream. It's a fable, really. I told everybody it's it's a fairy tale. 
that we hope will come true someday. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, everybody yeah. wants that. Yeah. And, and acceptance, love, happiness, the human experience, laughter, joy. Exactly. And, and, you know, the beauty of the prom is it makes its point. It doesn't hammer you. With no. It. it makes its point with comedy. Mm-hmm. And that always is the best way to make a serious point. True. Make you laugh about it. Right. Make you laugh at yourself. How for silly some is of this? The, right. Some of the things that we do and say, you know. Um, it's it's a superb show. I hope uh, everyone comes to see oh, it. Why? You know, it, it's um, it it'll change your life. And I think theater. I think about theater, and I think theater is like go, going to church. And you know, when you go to church and you have a good sermon and a good experience, and you commune with people, and you visit, and you say, "Peace be with you," and and it works. When it works, you come away like a different person. You come away like. Wow, I feel like uh, maybe I thought about something I didn't think about before I went there, or I or I feel something different, or I laughed a little, or maybe I had to turn my. That's what theater is. Mm-hmm. Theater you makes feel better. You, it makes you change. Yeah, mm-hmm. it transforms you when you when you leave the theater. You are a different person. I said that's. I tell the cast that's your job is to transform people, and and I always I tell them you know here's a trick. I used to do this when I was an actor. Check in with the the people before you go backstage to your dressing room. Go out into the theater and walk around. Just walk through and see the people smiling and their excitement and how much they, they've been waiting for three, four, five months to get here to see your show. And that'll that'll make you give your first your opening night performance. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, we um, are just, thank you for coming in studio. This I is a big. It. I loved, I love you guys. Do you oh. ever want to, do you ever Feel like acting in anything? Do you ever want to cast yourself? I love acting so much. Acting is was my favorite first love. I really love it. Um, you know, I'm 74 years old now. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Probably, and you were born in 71, like us. I, I, was, I, was, I was born in 48. You know, I'm. I'm. Uh, now I'm probably not gonna do too much acting. You know, I did something for the Ordway. Uh, I did singing in the rain, and I did uh, anything goes uh, with Sandy Sandy Duncan. And yeah. It was so fun. I had such a great time, but I don't know. My probably my acting days are over. Yeah, you're too busy doing no all the kidding. other artistic directing work that yeah, goes on. Yeah. Well, and I'm just so glad that you optioned the prom and that you know it's the first staging outside of Broadway in the touring production. Yeah, so that's those, amazing. Um, the you know Monty and uh, Maya were gifts from heaven. These these oh, two actors just mm-hmm. dropped fell into my lap, and I was like, oh okay, check that's done. Mm-hmm. They were just and somebody up somebody up there just like you. Yeah, yeah, I want you. <laughs> I want you to succeed with this place. I'm going to give you Monty and Maya. Yeah, oh, and, that's and so Todd, good. Toddy, and Todd, Toddy is everything. Toddy's unreal. I mean, he's just so right for the role. Todd Todd said to me. If you don't cast me in this role, <laughs> I'm going to find somebody else that's going to cast me because he's so right. And he was, and he um, he just he just blended that right right the comedy and the heart. Yeah, he just didn't go overboard. Yeah, he's not. Too- we talked about mm-hmm. it, and I've, I played a little bit of a role in that. And I said, you know, don't, let's not go too far with this because then when you do this, they're not going to buy that you really right. believe that. that it, they're not going to buy that serious stuff. You know. Um, Chris Hewitt said some really amazing things in his uh, Star Tribune review, which um, he really nailed it. I mean, he just said, you know, there's two plays here. Yes. And I love that because I didn't think of it that way. 
But it's like this one play is a real comedy, silly, off-the-wall spoof satire. And then there's this really endearing, loving, meaningful story. And he, he said that so eloquently in his uh, in his review. He, yeah, he said he you nailed it. it. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> coming up with that. It was you. nice to me. Yeah. That was nice. Oh, it's yeah. seriously. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a good writer, and he's a he's a really good human. I, he is. I got to spend some time with him before on a on a, a, a feature article, and, and he was so delightful to be with. Well, we're so delighted to be with you, and thank you, thank you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You Thank oh, you. And thank again, you people, thank you. the prom, it's you don't want to miss this. No, you can. don't. And thank you, Michael, so thank much you. for I your love time. Being here. And thanks for entertaining us. And this, this is a... It's a wonderful plan. Get we'll your tickets, right call you the box office, or go to chanhassendt.com. We'll be right back. I feel like singing Floor's Glorious Floors with Michael Levy from Oliver, but Floor's Glorious Floors, Carpets, Glorious Carpets, Hammernick's got, has that going on for them. You'll find the biggest selection of um, uh, carpeting and vinyl wood flooring and wood floors and the tile and it, they just have such a really the biggest selection in the upper Midwest. They've got the designers to help you if you need that. If you're a DIYer, um, you'll be really pleased with how uh, far along flooring has come uh, for people who like to do their own projects. They've got two locations now. They've got the Flooring Superstore on the west side of town on 169 off of Bass Lake Road in New Hope. And then across from their original design center on Rice Street in St. Paul. And they're open seven days a week. Be sure and mention Lori and Julia. And Hammernix, know you're uh, supporting a family-owned business. That's Hammernix. Thanks for hanging out with us. I hope you got inspired to make a date to go see the prom with some friends or a date or a book group. It's just, you're not going to want to miss it. I know. It is so, And he so is so, what a wonderful man. And I, I did think that on Friday night. I thought, oh, this is exactly how I felt when I saw Jersey Boys. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Like Because people have tried to say, oh, well, Jersey Boys is a jukebox musical. No, it is a story. Mm. It's got both the story and the great music. And a lot of other people have tried to imitate jukebox musical and think, oh, we'll use Jersey Boy. But the book, the it's, story it's, is everything. And that's why I think, remember, like, share has... It failed because it couldn't find a theme. There wasn't a good yeah. book, what they yeah. call the book. It <laughs> didn't have the good story. They built it around trying to do all of her songs, kind of yes. the, the decades or something. It was Instead just, of telling her story right. like they do with Jersey Boys right. or like what you see yeah. in the prom. So I, anyway, I hope people are inspired to get their tickets and go. We've got a lot of winter left, and this will be a uh, cheer-you-up kind Absolutely. of event. My girlfriend, who... Who went with us? You know, she had her she had her knee replaced in November, and she's really gone nowhere this winter because 
She's no worried about one falling. To, yeah, and yeah. Else. yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it was like that was like her first night out, and she's like, "That was so fun." And she oh. said, and "The food was so good." Oh. And Michael, our waiter, was he was so great. lovely. And the she just was like, "I." She's Greg, like, I need to, to go. Lily. Yeah, you got to go. You gotta yeah, go. yeah. Just listening to his conversation. I really, and one thing that I loved was just his talk about his dad. Oh, yeah. And then in his barbershop, and he put his picture up oh, when he know he made it. That I was, know. He, that, was, that was a really cool interview, yeah. you guys. That he's, was fun. He's an awesome guy. Um, I've got some friends that are in Puerto Vallarta. They're at the same resort as Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, mm-hmm. who I think are interviewing with Telemundo TV for uh-huh. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh-huh. But um, she sent me pictures. Did she? Yeah, of them. And um, they're staying at the, the same resort. And she's like, um, yeah, everybody is got talking about them, I'm sure, because they're. They're not hiding it. They're doing lots of public displays of affection. I said, I hope you're not coming home on Thursday. She said, no, we're here until Tuesday. Oh, Thank perfect. Goodness. Um, oh, you know, perfect. But, but yeah, she's like, yeah, these two, they're just, uh, she said, they're, they're just everywhere. And everyone's pointing their camera. How do you know? <laughs> I know. And well, taking first their of all, photo. they're two beautiful people. Yeah. They yeah. Really are. Okay. So, uh, kind of, uh, this kind of exciting. The LA premiere, um, you guys, is Monday of Creed 3. And the promotional tour has officially started because Michael B. Jordan showed up on GMA uh, this so morning funny. with uh, his red suit and his. Oh, he looks. So but you're good. so funny about this movie because I've never seen any of the oh, creeds. That that's if you had, then it's you would time. be a fan. Would yes. I? Yes, okay. and you would enjoy it as a person of sport and competition. This and, is, you would enjoy it. and beautiful men and the story. <laughs> the story. Is, this creed yeah. has heart and a story like what we saw in Rocky. Right. And Michael B. Jordan. This is his third movie. Um, there's still an embargo. He directed this one. This is oh, his first did. directing. Okay. Yep. And apparently, uh, you know, there's an embargo, but we've seen little things that he's crushing it. And Jonathan, Jonathan Majors was, um, I think he was over on the Today Show this morning. And Michael B. Jordan showed up on The View today. Nice. And my gosh, people went crazy when um, ABC cut away to Biden in the Ukraine oh. in the second part of the Michael B. Jordan interview. Yeah. I mean, people were just like, well, you know, they never, people never like when their daytime shows get interrupted for anything. But, um, you know, Jonathan Majors is really going to have a huge year this year because of Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Yes. Okay, because oh. I'm thinking he was just talking about And he's about in that. Creed yeah. 3 right. and... Um, so, and Quantumania, that's the first uh, movie of 2023 to go past the 100 million mark with opening. Two, yeah, 225 million worldwide, but still yeah, so only it's the 44%. biggest ant movie yeah, opening. Yeah, biggest ant movie of all time, but I would call it Kang the Conqueror slash Jonathan Majors movie. He, yeah, he, he Creed, <laughs> it's not even Ant Man. Creed opens a week from uh, Friday, and so the early notices are like, this is an incredible movie. Oh, and yeah. again, uh, Creed, there's a story, there's a heart there. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he's his like, they were friends slash family members, maybe yes. cousins growing yes. up. And then Jonathan Major's character went away to jail and kind of Creed played by Michael B. Jordan, you know, got this big career in boxing following mm-hmm. his father's footsteps, Apollo Creed from the original Rocky. But then this guy, Jonathan Majors just shows up out of nowhere and is like, Hey, do you forget about me? And then they had, so then Michael B. Jordan feels this need to nurture him and bring him back into the boxing ring, but then they become rivals. And you're going to have an epic, epic fight. Yeah. And I guess he filmed it. He was telling um, 
George Stephanopoulos and Robin and Michael Strand this morning that they filmed this in 3D. Oh. So for the box, it's not going to be shown, but like for some reason they yeah. wanted to, because one of the things in a boxing movie, people like boxing. Yeah. They want to see close up. Think of Raging Bull, you know, maybe considered the best boxing movie yeah. of all time you for get the. the- Slow motion. I think a million dollar baby. Million yeah. dollar baby. The same Sweat thing. flying off yes. the face as they get this hit. This is what people want in Ooh. the fight scenes. And apparently, you know, so Michael B. Jordan, I just think of, I mean, he was Jesse on All My Children. We first I liked know. him. Then Friday Night Lights. And if you haven't seen Mike, Yeah, if you haven't seen Michael B. Jordan in a movie called Just Mercy, based on the true story of, um, oh, what is that guy's name? Brian... He's uh, he he um, founded the Innocence Project and getting people off of uh, yes, death yes, row yes, and yes, unduly yes. can. That's in a phenomenal Brian movie. Brian Stevenson, yeah, Brian Stevenson mm-hmm. is who uh, mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan plays, and Jamie Fox is also in that. And I was so mad when that came out like three years ago, whenever, because I was like, why aren't they pushing these two performances for Oscar or award season? Mm-hmm. Because the movie is that good and inspiring, and the performances are dazzling. Nice. And Jamie Foxx plays the guy on Death Row, who's incarcerated an innocent man. So it's a pretty, pretty moving uh, thing. And then, yeah, we just love that Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> prior to Jonathan Majors playing Kang the Conqueror, was my favorite evil character in the MCU world when he was the bad guy in Black Panther, the original Black Panther. But Jonathan Majors is by far the best villain, if you quote-unquote villain. I don't know yet what he is Mm -hmm. I've ever seen, and it's... Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to have him in MCU for at least four or five more years. The audience score on Just Mercy Critics was 85%. Audience was 99%. Yeah. Just like the movie Ant-Man. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just... So, anytime I see Michael B. Jordan, I'm always going to plug Just Mercy. Uh, Good call. And say that we've loved him since all my children. There you go. Most importantly, (laughs) it all goes back to the soap operas. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.